Welcome to episode six of the Weeboo podcast. This is your host, Chris, and I have my co-host, Pat, with me. So, Pat, did you have a exciting week? Anything happened this week that was exciting for you? Nothing much. Just looking forward to the memorable and long weekend. Happy Memorial Day, everyone. Oh, yeah. Happy Memorial Day. We're recording this on the 30th. By the time we're finished recording this, it'll actually probably be the 31st and it'll be Memorial Day. So happy Memorial Day. Hopefully everyone's having a nice long weekend. If you had three days off or four days off. Hope it's relaxing. Well, hopefully this podcast is a relaxing one because I was kind of looking forward to this podcast because we're going to be talking about our favorite openings from anime and also songs from movies. And if you really think about it, I just like actually recently realized realized this, but something that's been consistent with anime over the last 30, 40 years, even going back to like the Evangelion days, there's always been music and openings and closings for anime. And it's really been one of the most consistent things about anime. So it's something that we can appreciate. Music is always good. There's always good vibes that come from it. And also, it's also like transforming a lot recently with how music is being portrayed in movies and how it's playing a really big role in some of these bigger movies that we've seen with like even Demon Slayer, Homura by Lisa was popping off. Your Name, Weathering With You got full on, you know, albums from Rad Wimps, which was huge as well. So music's really been a good part. Are you excited for this podcast and what kind of went through your thought process when you were trying to pick your songs? Yeah, I'm super excited for this podcast. I've been looking forward to it. Anime openings and closings are some of my favorite parts of the show. You know, every time I watch a new anime, I have to watch the opening and I have to watch the first closing. And sometimes the anime, it's it's a watch because the opening is so good or the closing is so good. And sometimes you can judge a lot by what you're going to get out of how much effort was put into those opening OSTs or those closing songs. So I think the openings and closings have grown in importance in anime, and I think it's really fun to listen to. All the different type of music, all the different types of genres that uh, these openings can can even use. There's not really a limitation. It's not like a pop or J-pop. I mean, there's even rock. I think every anime kind of takes its own spin on kind of the music they want to use and the artists. Of course, some artists are more well-known, but man, I think you could make a pretty banger playlist with some of these openings. The music has really gotten better and better each year. I don't know if that's just because the budget is increasing. These studios are able to get some of the bigger artists that Japan has to offer. But yeah, it's definitely changing a lot, and I really appreciate the music. But before we get into it, I want to get your a little hot take, but how do you feel about the skip intro button and the skip ending button that Netflix offers on anime? You know, the skip intro is a great feature. I think it's amazing for Netflix in general, but for anime, you I think it's unfortunate because it does take away a lot of, I don't know, importance in the anime. And I think Sometimes a lot of these animes in their second season or the second half, they'll change up the openings or the closings. And I think that's a really important piece of the anime to understand and to see. So when you skip that, you almost miss out on that part and that take that the writers are trying to trying to show you with a change in the opening or closing. And sometimes it's a different arc, right? Usually different arcs have different openings. And if you're just skipping your opening every time, you might not realize you're transitioning into a different arc. Netflix is skip intro feature fantastic for some shows that's that they have to offer and i think crunchyroll's kind of spoken on why they don't have that skip intro button because they think there is an importance to the opening song of anime and there should be like appreciation for it right these are artists dedicated this one song for this one show and there's just a lot to enjoy about it and i really appreciate that crunchyroll hasn't implemented that feature just because I know a lot of people want it, right? Like they don't want to listen to two minutes of a song sometimes. You want want to hear it one week, but you don't want to hear it the next week. But I like that Crunchyroll hasn't made it a complete option where everyone's just skipping everything. Because I think 
at least for me, I end up just skipping everything on Netflix. And I feel bad for it, but I kind of go back and listen to the openings like on my own. So I don't miss out on it too much, but I know these other people are. So I just want to get your hot take on that because it's a pretty big topic. A lot of people really want that skip intro feature on Funimation or Crunchyroll. And I think they've both been hesitant in incorporating that because of that. But all right, I think we'll get straight into our list. So we put together or we initially wanted to put together a top five opening and movie song list. But as everyone knows, narrowing it down to a top five is very hard. So we made it a five plus one. We have it in our order. It's basically a countdown. We go from sixth place to first place. And we have some honorable mentions to mention before we get into that. But anything else you want to mention before we get into our list? No, I think we're good. So as Chris said, we we definitely have a lot of honorable mentions. There's a lot that I wish I could talk about, but narrowing down is always a tough choice. So there's going to be some hurt feelings. There's going to be some easy picks. But at the end of the day, it's just our opinions. Don't hate us for our choice in music, but we hope you enjoy it. It's all subjective, right, with music. And the purpose of this podcast or this segment isn't to kind of crown the king of music. It's really to just spread, you know, more more love for some of these songs, what we like, and hopefully you can get a new song out of this podcast. Or maybe we'll say our favorite song is your favorite song, and you'll just enjoy it that way. So there's different ways to look at it. Just, you know, in the end, it's just opinion. And we know that there's a lot of good music out there. So, yeah, let's get into it. So you want to give us your honorable mentions, Pat, and also kind of like your thought process and or what kind of music you like and what you were looking for when you're putting together this list. Right. So, I mean, I have a lot of honorable mentions. I don't know if we want to go through all of them, but usually when when I uh, watch these openings, closings, whatever you want to call it, you know, I'm looking for or listening for something that kind of sticks with me is catchy, but I also like to see good artwork or something that I feel like relates to the mood of the story. And that's something important that becomes part of the anime half of this list because there are some great songs out there, but because I either have not seen the show or there's no particular scene that I can relate it to, I think it loses some points. So for me, it's about half of the song and about half of where the song is used in the anime, where that's an opening, opening, closing, and what type of scenes they show along with the song. And I guess what I mean by that is, let me just let me just go straight into one of my honorable mentions. I think Chris might have thought this one might have been a little bit higher on my list, but my first honorable mention is going to be Lost in Paradise. It's the Jujutsu Kaisen closing song, and Jujutsu Kaisen recently came out. I don't know if you have listen to it but the closing song of jujitsu i think is much better than the opening and it was one of my favorite song choices of that season and maybe the past year or two years actually before we started this podcast i put together a list of five songs that i thought pat would choose in this top five because we initially said it was going to be a top five list and i'm 100 confident that my top five list is 100 accurate compared to his list and Lost in Paradise is not in my top five, so I'm still 100% accurate. So we'll keep going from there. Anything else you want to honor, honorable mention? Okay, yeah, yeah. So another honorable mention I want to put in. It's not really a song. It's more of an instrumental, but it's from Clannad. I think it's called Town and the Flow of Time or People. I love Clannad. Um, it's basically a song that makes you feel like you're going through life and it's just really peaceful and relaxing and kind of just puts your soul at ease and as for me that that's just a great song anyone who hasn't seen clanad i don't think the song is going to mean much until you watch the show so i wouldn't go recommend watching or listening to this song until you see the show definitely the clanad ost one of the best and i could talk about it forever but don't want to waste too much time Anything else on your honorable mention? Uh, I got a couple. I don't know if I want to keep going through all of them, but you know, one I, one more I do want to talk about is "Sparkle" from Wild Wimps or "Your Name." I don't remember if that's the opening 
I just know it's somewhere in the sh in the movie, but great song. I think it's the opening, but you can correct me if I'm wrong there. It comes in the climax of a movie, but honestly, like with movie songs, we're we're saying I think anything's fair game because you know there's only so many movie songs right now. Even with the Demon Slayer movie, there's only Homura, and that's it. Your name and weathering with you is a bit more different, where they have a whole album just for that. The movie itself. Not many movies have their own like opening and closing, so I think anything's fair game there. So yeah, Sparkle's great song. Right. Great song. Definitely recommend giving it a listen. So I guess before I, that's it, probably for my honorable mentions. I don't know if there's anything you want to go into now for yours. Yeah. So just to give a little background on my taste in music and also what I was looking for here. Same thing with Pat. I kind of look for a connection between the song and the story as well. But I also speak and understand Japanese, so I kind of lean to the lyrical side as well, which might not be the case for a lot of people. A lot of people in the Western world that listen to anime openings might just look for the beat or look for something that's you know good vibe.、Uh, I do pay attention to the lyrics a bit more, so I definitely wanted to highlight that. And also, I I'm a really big fan of Japanese alternative music and Japanese rap, and I don't know why. It's just really appealing to me, so that might just bleed into my top five list. Might be a little spoiler, but it could be something everyone can look forward to. I just want to spitfire some honorable mentions here. The first one I wanted to honorable mention is a song called "Uchiage Hanabi" by Daoko and Yonezu Kenshi. It's a song from a movie called Fireworks, and it was. A little bit unfortunate because the song itself got more views and better reviews than the movie itself. So nobody really paid attention to the movie, but the song popped off in Japan, and it was probably the best or the most sung like karaoke song in terms of anime in Japan the year that it was released. Also, really just phenomenal song. But when I put together my list, I didn't want to add more than one movie song, so I narrowed it down to just one song from a movie. So that's why I couldn't add it in. And going along with that, there's a movie on Netflix called A Whiskers Away, I think. And the person that sings the song for that is Yoroshika, and the name is of the song is called Hanani Bore, which which was my top song that I played in 2020, English and Japanese songs for Spotify. And it was it was my favorite song of 2020, just hands down. And I. Couldn't fit it into my list because there was another movie song that I thought was way more important to the list, and then I'm just gonna spitfire all the other ones that I didn't include but think are phenomenal. And the reason why I didn't include it is because I thought you would potentially include these, and also because I just need to say it, if I don't include it on my list, I might get like flack for it. The Evangelion song,、um, which is called "A Cruel Angel's Thesis." Everyone has like number one. I did not include in my top six because everyone knows about it. Unravel by TK. I didn't put in my top six because everyone knows about it. Brave Shine by Aimer didn't put it in. Gurenge by Lisa didn't put it in. And yeah, I didn't play, put in those songs because everyone knows about it already. I don't need to highlight it anymore. So I did. It's not that I don't like them. I just figured that a lot of people will know know about these songs already. So. Yeah, just want to highlight those before I wanted to get into my personal top six list. Okay, well, I mean, I'm glad you clarified that, and you know, maybe one or two of those songs might be in my top five, but we can get into that. <laughs> get into that. All right, yeah, let's just jump into it. So, what do you have in your, I guess, plus one slot since we expanded this list to a six-song list? So, my plus one slot is sincerely true. Ooh. By True, it's from Violet Evergarden. The opening, that's、so、that、good. song, was a banger. When Violet Evergarden came out, I think I rewatched the opening every episode just to listen to the song. And I think in some Violet Evergarden episodes, they actually don't have the opening, and I was at a loss for why because this song is so good. I thought it deserved to be in every episode. Yeah, same thing for me. There's very few songs I would say, and maybe this is different for you, that makes me want to listen to the opening every single week when I when we're watching it on a weekly basis, and that song for Violet Evergarden Evergarden was 
the song that I listened to every single week in the year that I came out. And I know I said that Violet Evergarden might be a little overrated in a previous podcast. And if you want to know why, you can go listen to that podcast. But I do think the song matches the story really well. And it really sets the tone of the entire show really quickly. So I totally agree with you. I had it in my considerations, actually. And I, I was wavering if it should be included in my like top 10 or so. Very fair. So... Yeah, I think for anyone who has not listened to it because they haven't decided to watch Valley Evergarden because it's not really a shonen or a shoujo, just give the song a listen. I think you'll find it entertaining and I think you'll like it regardless if you've seen the anime or not. But the artwork with that song is great and definitely, yeah, give it a listen. That's all I'm going to ask. Yeah, definitely. All right, so I'll give my number six song on the list. And for the listeners that do know me, they know that I like this song. And it was from the winter 2021 season for the most hyped anime, I think, in the winter 2021. And I know for a fact you didn't watch it. But it was for a show called Horimiya. And it was basically a romance show that got a lot of hype because of the manga following. And if you just look at, like, the manga ranking in Mal, I think it's ranked like 13 or within the top 15. And the song is super bop. So since you didn't watch it, I'm going to give you the link here. And we're going to skip to the part after you listen to it for 45 seconds. So cue the skip now. All right, I'm going to give a live update as I listen to this. At first impression, very interesting genre. I love the sound. It is definitely an alternative poppy rock Almost like a Japanese, I would say, indie type of song. It's pretty upbeat. It's pretty good. I like it. This was a song in winter 2021 that I listen to every single week. And I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the podcast, but I think Horimiya was one of the shows that kind of, you know, lost its footing a bit because of how much hype there was behind it. But this opening kind of set the mood and set the tone every single week for me. And I had to listen to it every single week. It was, it was so good. And I slotted in at number six because I do think that there is some recency bias that I just listened to the song on a weekly basis. But I also actually wavered a bit with another 2021 song that I'm listening to on a weekly basis called Pink Blood by Utada Hikaru. And that's the opening for To Your Eternity. And mm, both yes. songs, I've been blessed in 2021 to have two songs that I've wanted to listen to on a weekly basis. So I had to include one. So I went with this one. And I'm sure everyone has heard the name Utada Hikaru before. Yeah, Simple and Clean for Kingdom Hearts, you know, classic song. One of the most popular Japanese singers for the last, for a while now, I mean, last couple decades yeah definitely but yeah great music to eternity that might be the best part of the entire show for me right now <laughs> yeah we got we got we gotta give it some time we'll have a real session for eventually you want to go to your fifth song yeah so let's get into my fifth song um chris has listed this one i had to throw it in my fifth because when it came out i listened to it non-stop on repeat i was working to it i was working out to it i was running to it and that would be brave shine by aimer yep i had that i'm one for five just want to point that out there there's no way i wasn't coming into my top five because that song is flames that that song is just that good i i think fate's day night i believe it was part of blade works the opening for blade works and i think that was the best part of the entire series was that opening soundtrack and that opening uh the artwork that was associated with it because blade works had amazing art and if you go watch the brave shine opening i think you'll be very hyped up that's my the most simple way of putting it before i altered my list because i didn't want to overlap with you because if we had the same like three songs then we only give two unique songs so I altered my list a bit, but before I altered my list, I've had Brave Shine in at third place on my list. And 
for the reasons that you you said really like the the song gets you hyped for the show it gets you really just excited and it comes in the second season of unlimited blade works which is the climax so you know you want to be excited to watch the ending of the show and it did a really good job of it yeah i listen to it all the time still it's Amer's voice is so unique out of all japanese artists i don't think there's any japanese artist that even remotely sounds like her so yeah it's just a completely unique song i know she has a lot of other openings and endings and all of them are bangers but brave shine just stands out for me personally and Amer's just fantastic so if you haven't listened to Amer, you should go listen to Amer. yes please go listen to her she's got some bangers that are not anime related and some of those songs are actually my favorite songs of all time all right so i'm one for five just want to point that out again all right all right you know i got the easy one that's that's the easy one yeah but i'm, I'm so confident in my other four picks that it, it'll be fine all right so my fifth place song is actually a very recent song again and the reason why i wanted to do a plus one on the list was because i could have picked between the horimiya song and this song and this song was released in Japan winter 2021, but is not released yet in the US. And it's for a show called Beastars. And it's the second season of Beastars opening by- Wow, I didn't know you watched Beastars. I'm actually a very big Beastars fan. It's a really good show. And I was, I'm just really excited for the second season of Beastars. And coincidentally, the second season of Beastars is opening is done by my- favorite artist in Japan currently and probably 99% of Japan's favorite artists right now which is called Yoasobi and I'm sure you've heard of it heard, heard of them like their music inadvertently via TikTok and they have around like 174 million plays for their top song on Spotify which is unheard of from a Japanese artist because they don't release music on Spotify that often and no one in Japan listens to Spotify so most of these listeners are coming probably from a, a global audience and it's a song called Kaibutsu and it's lyrically really really good it's a banger it's just the production of it the lyrics of it uh, the singer is fantastic and I could go on and on and talk about you also just because I, I just adore them so much and I had to slot them in. So if you haven't listened to you also I'm sure you have on TikTok because they're everywhere and you should go listen to them. I have definitely heard this song on TikTok. Not that I'm a, a weeb talk on weeb talk, but I have heard this song before. Yeah, great song. Very catchy. Very interesting. Very interesting genre. Um, I don't know how to put it. <laughs> I don't know what you would describe it as, but yeah, it's like funky, it's... like disco-y at the same time. A little yeah, bit EDM-y. Yeah, rock, maybe. Yeah, interesting, interesting. I and I think the most appealing part is there's like a just like a gap between like the female voice and like the lyrics behind the show. The lyrics are really dark because V Stars is a pretty dark show at the core of it, and all their songs are kind of like that. Like her. Her voice is, you know, a bit high pitched, but all her lyrics are just fantastic and really like portray how the story, how the story goes. So, yeah, I'm a huge fan. All right. Well, I'm not complaining there. It's a very catchy song. I think it's very, very fun to listen to. Very different. Very different. Yeah, very different. I like how it's unique. It's it's changing the game of how anime openings kind of should be, or not should be, but kind of how it will be for the coming years. I'm excited to go two for five right here when you give us your number four song. All right, this song is by TK from Ling. But, 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 here's the catch. It is not Unravel. What? It's Catharsis. How can you say because it? Okay, I, I, I love Unravel, but Catharsis is amazing how can you say tokyo ghoul is like your favorite shonen and not put unravel on your list okay well it is on my list it's oh. it's i have unravel oh, tk from ling and i have catharsis okay. but but they were both they, i only could choose one for for the slot i didn't want two tokyo ghoul songs as much as i would wanted to put both of them on here okay okay 
I'll say I'm 1.5 out of 5. <laughs> I, okay, so you got it. You got you got TK from Ling. It was Tokyo Ghoul related. I think they're about equal. It's just, like you said, everyone knows Unravel. I didn't want to put it, so I put Catharsis, which is from Tokyo Ghoul Re. Oh, man. The Re show. I'm glad they brought him back, though, for the Re. It's just so good. Yeah, it's Catharsis. I don't know. Uh, Unravel and Catharsis both are very deep and I think the actual lyrics and the mood that the song sets kind of set up like the loneliness that the main character or the MC feels throughout the show and kind of how he deals with that split personality of trying to figure out who he is inside and you know having not 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 being able to speak Japanese I didn't really know the lyrics or exactly what they're saying but there's something about it just resonating with certain emotions just listening to it that I just I just love. And, you know, maybe everyone's going to tell me, oh, Unravel's the best song ever. Like, Catharsis is not even, nowhere even close. But I don't know. Something about Catharsis just was very catchy when I heard it. Yeah, in the end, it's just all subjective, right? And TK, just fantastic singer, hits, like, the high pitches that no one really can ever hit. And... Both songs just phenomenal. Yeah, I, I don't know how else I would put TK from Ling. He's like a rocky... Is like the way he like sings is almost like if it was like a rock in like high octave. TK from Ling is actually a group. The rock singer is Toto Kitajima. That's TK. And yeah, he's considered a rock singer. So give it a listen. I think you enjoy it. And... Give Catharsis a listen and Unravel. Tell me which one you like more. But I'm going with Catharsis in my list just because Unravel is too popular. But uh, before I did revise it, I will admit it, you, it was Unravel. All right. I had Unravel as one of them because I just figured that you would put it in. But, you know, I'll, I'll take the 1.5 because I, I got the TK part at least. Yeah, you got it. You, you technically got it. I just didn't want to be too too generic with Brave Shine un- and Unravel. I mean, okay. those are some of the most widely known songs ever fair so. fair okay we'll go two for five then we'll take it all right so the number four song is a pretty basic song and i i'm sure you heard of it i don't know if you remember it but it was for a show called full metal alchemist brotherhood and i was picking between this song and again by yui and I, I I was going back and forth so much. I wasn't I wasn't hundred percent sure, but I listened to a song, maybe like a third time or something. I was like, it has to be this song. This ha- this was the best opening for Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Even though in a po- previous podcast I said that again was I think this is the best song, and it, it is called Hologram by Nico Touches a Wall. Do you remember this song? I thought we were going with again, but. Let me take a pause. Let me let me give this a quick listen. And uh... again, is the first opening of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Yes, it's opening one, and it set the tone for Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood right off the bat. It was such a catchy opening to start the show off with. But I think Hologram comes at a point in the story that's just like super hype, and every single week or every single episode that I listen to it, it it just built like set the like hype tone for me and it's super catchy going back to what i said about my music taste i like japanese alternative rock and i like japanese rock a lot and something about hologram just caught my attention and nico touches the wall has some pretty good openings they have another song for naruto that they did and super catchy super super catchy and i just really really like this song all right i do remember this song and yeah uh that's interesting that you went with the second the second opening. Granted, I don't really remember the second opening of FMA Brotherhood. Uh, I only remember the first opening, and that's mainly because, like you said, it was just catchy, start of the show. I just remember the two brothers kind of staring out in the distance. Yeah, to be fair, though, all the Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood openings are catchy. Very good. Yeah, they're all very good. They all deserve some love, so we can't like choose one or the other, but, I mean, Hologram is a very good song. Um, just gave it a quick listen, scrolled through it again. And yeah, that climax, it makes a big difference when the scenes that you're seeing in those opening kind of really tie together or really keep you drawn into maybe what's about to happen and maybe the mood that the next arc or later half of the season is going to carry. And at this point, I just want to shout out Yui. Yui's a phenomenal artist. 
and just probably one of the best that Japan has ever seen with some of her um, some of her songs, whether it be an anime or not anime. So with again, uh, Rolling Stone, I think it's called Rolling Stone. Let me double fact Rolling Star, not Rolling Stone was the opening for Bleach and she has also a, a lot of other songs that are really, really good. So if you haven't heard of Yui, you should go listen to Yui, but you should also listen to go listen to Nico Touches a Wall too. Very good rock music if you're into rock. And Japanese rock is different from American rock. I, I do want to point that out. Yeah, super different. But a lot of unique artists out there for sure. Even like, you know, like TK, Nico Touches a Wall. You also be kind of falls into that bucket as well. So yeah, definitely take a listen to it. You might like it. Yeah, and rock, I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, is one of the more popular categories in Japan. Yeah, it's definitely up there. I would say it like hip-hop and rap are pretty much non-existent in Japan, right? So it kind of replaces that, like how hip-hop and rap is in the U.S. So a lot of rock artists are out there still, and it's more mainstream out there. But if you're in the U.S., you don't hear as much now on the main street you know radio stations or anything like that a little unfortunate which i, mi- I miss the kind of the old school alternative days but it's okay i kind of get it from the japanese music so it's all good all right well thanks for uh, sharing your number four with us all right number three i'm ready to go three five number three you know <laughs> I'm going to get some hate for this one because this song is, I think, musically not one of the greatest songs of all time. I already know what song you're going to say. I'm sure you do. And, you know, this one was an easy one to choose. And it's the most recognizable song, um, I think, of a lot of anime because you can hear three notes and already know what anime this is and what song this is. And... It's the second season, first opening, I believe. But the song is Crossing Field by Lisa, Sword Art Online. Yep, I have that on my list. <laughs> I knew I knew it. I think it's a, it's the first opening of the first season, actually. Okay, for, first opening. Yes, you're right. First opening one. It's opening one. Um, and it's you can play the first two seconds of the anime and, and know what it is, right? There is... There's no way you wouldn't recognize this song. I think it is actually one of the most recognizable songs of anime. And I know there's a lot of Sword Art Online haters out there, but if I can play the first three notes and for anyone to recognize Sword Art Online, I think that means a lot in terms of the impact of the song itself. And seeing the opening, listening to the song, you don't really understand anything about the show beside that it's like a fighting with like a girl and a guy and it just like looks like digital beautiful scenery but i think lisa produces some of the best songs as of late in anime um a lot of people might recognize her most recent song i believe in demon slayer uh the movie right yeah she also has the opening for the demon slayer series but yes, Crossing Field, I gotta say, it isn't the best song, but it is clearly recognizable. It has a huge impact. And I think it's just special. It's one of those nostalgic feelings that you can hear it and be like, oh, Sword Art Online. I remember that. Yeah. And you can enjoy it without hating it. You know, I think a lot of the hate from Sword Art came in the second, third, like, we won't even speak about GGO. <laughs> And even, I think, you know, if Sword Art Online ended after that first arc, right? I mean, we don't even talk about the second half of the, of the season one, right? If we just ended up, see, three, 13 episodes, I think Sword Art Online could have been regarded as one of the greatest 13 episode animes of all time. I think if they took the first season and put it across 25 episodes, it might have gotten like no game, no life scores. Yeah, they decided to try and, I don't know, do too much at once. I don't think they realized how big the show was going to pick up. And it's unfortunate because that's the reason sort of online is rated so lowly. But going back to the opening, yeah, Crossing Fields by Lisa. 
There's no way you won't recognize it. Um, for anyone who hasn't watched Sword Art Online, I'm shocked you even know what anime is or why you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> it's for those who have watched the anime and do not agree with Crossing Fields by Lisa, I, it's interesting to me. I would think it's at least an honorable mention. But I, I, maybe you can give me your opinions on that. For me, Crossing Field, and this might be a just like me personally thing, it is the most nostalgic opener because what got me into anime was Sword Art Online. So the first opener, besides Naruto and like the Ghibli movies that I watched growing up, the first anime I watched was Sword Art Online. And the first opener I listened to was Crossing Field. And the feeling you get when you listen to Crossing Field, the season, okay, no matter how much crap I give Sword Art Online, the first season of Sword Art Online isn't bad, besides the fact that Kirito is just OP as F, right? And it's a very nostalgic song. It's a very good song. And like you said, Lisa has some of the best songs that anime has to offer, period. And this was really her her first like big break, I, I would think. Or I think even those people that don't appreciate or don't like Sword Art Online, you can't say Crossing Fields a bad song. The song is good. It's really good. And it's from almost 10 years ago. And it hasn't aged poorly at all. It's, it's just one of, I think the most catchy part is like how it opens into it. It, it grabs you really quickly, like grabs your attention and it holds you. And then the chorus is fantastic. The verse is fantastic. Everything's just fantastic on the, sh- on the song, really. I love the song. So it, it actually gave me, or I actually considered it in my top five as well. But I knew for a fact it, that yeah, you were going to put it, it in. Nostalgia is the perfect word to exemplify what this song is about. If you ever listen to Porter Robertson, who is a very big anime fan, if he ever played this at one of his concerts, just these three notes, the entire crowd would go, go crazy. And that's just how, how big of impactful this, this song is. And that's why it's coming in at number three for me. Yeah, I definitely think so. It's, it's definitely worth it. Even for me, right? Like I, I don't like Sword Art Online that much because of how it's kind of tapered off. From the first they're season. just dragging it on it's it's getting worse and worse and the longer they do this they want to do it for the money because they know the fan base is there but the lower the reviews are going to be for sort out online yeah exactly and that's a bit unfortunate but at the same time crossing field and how they kicked off in season one was memorable to me you know i enjoyed watching it although if i were to review it you know on a like anime checklist maybe i won't give it a 10 out of 10 but I purely really enjoyed it. And that's really what hooked me onto anime, sort of online at season one. So I have no complaints there. And I'm, I'm three for five now. So, you know, I'm, I'm hard chilling on this list. Looks like you're doing pretty well for yourself. Yeah, it's, it's just too easy, too easy to read you. <laughs> All right, well, let's go jump into your number three. All right, my number three song is for an anime that you didn't watch again. But there's no way in hell you have never heard of this song. And that's primarily because of an app called TikTok or Weep Talk. And it's a song called Then I Circulation by Hanazawa Kana. And Hanazawa Kana is a very big voice actor. There's no way in hell you haven't heard her voice in any anime. Like her voice is everywhere. And you could look it up later in terms of what characters like she plays but her voice is everywhere and this was a song she did for a show uh, the bakemonogatari series or the monogatari series and if you go on tiktok it this song is literally everywhere it has started a wave of like not just weeps doing dances to it americans doing dances to it i showed the song to my girlfriend and she's like oh i know this song because of tiktok and i I guarantee you, if you play it anywhere in the U.S. right now, people will know this song if they're on TikTok. And for that reason, I, I have to put it in, at, in my top five. But besides that, I want to say I, was, I recently watched the Monogatari series. And the interesting thing about Bakemonogatari is it's like 
I don't I don't remember if it was 13 episodes, but it's around 13 to 15 episodes. And each arc of the show has a different opening that is basically sung by the main character of that arc. So what I thought was really interesting was that you kind of get the feel of how that arc is going to be each time you listen to the next opening. And I really appreciate that. It's it's a show that came out in, I think, 2008 or at least before 2010. And then they were already doing things that were high in terms of like production. They were putting in the money to create a new opening every three episodes of a 15 episode anime. Granted, they probably knew that they could make a lot of money from the Monogate series, but yeah, this song is literally everywhere right now, and I can't deny the fact that it's one of the biggest songs of anime. I think it's really catchy. It is extremely catchy, and I actually also knew this song before TikTok. I don't remember how, because I've never watched the Monogatari series, but I do also remember seeing this on TikTok and being like, why do I know this song? Where do I know it from? Yeah, exactly. And I had to look it up. And I don't actually know how I ever heard of it because you would think that I saw it in the show and I never had TikTok until the pandemic. But yeah, same, same for me. it's so catchy that I think if you heard it once in your life, you would just know you've heard it before. Yeah, it just like it's stuck in your head. I don't, I don't really know why. It's just like, it kind of has like, the like anime like cute girl like appeal which is very stereotypical right but at the same time i was in the same boat as you i didn't watch monogatari till a month ago i knew this song before well before i watched monogatari and i don't know why i knew the song either i got tiktok probably two months ago when we were kind of starting out this podcast so i could kind of see what the anime content is out there and how we can produce better content right it's literally everywhere on TikTok. And I'm like, I know this song. Where is it from? I, I I don't know. And it's just really catchy. It just sticks in my head. So I got I got to put it in my top five. Very fair. Very fair. I mean, it is definitely a very catchy song. And yeah, might not be the greatest song again, but if you hear it, you're going to know it. And that's a big, that's a big point. That's a big uh, item to it's check a great off song, on man. Why, why a song might be in the top five list. Don't jab it. It's a great song. It's a fantastic song. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, let's hope TikTok doesn't kill it. We're getting to the top two. This is pretty exciting, you know? Okay. Well, you know, I think you might might be four for four now. I have to be four for four. This... And this is going to be a shame because this just means I'm just very easy to read and uh, my taste is just... I'm just a basic anime lover. I don't know. I don't know how else to put it. I listed these songs, these five songs for the top five in about 30 seconds so just to you know it was just off the top of my head i was like i, I know for a fact he's gonna pick these and I, I i'm really looking forward to going for four right here do i really want to make sure you're right um okay well the song i'm gonna choose for my number two spot is something that resonates because i grew up in my childhood watching this show means a lot very catchy and i think it is probably my favorite opening of all the many seasons of this anime and the anime is naruto shippuden it's the third opening it is called bluebird and it is by ikimono gakkari oh no i'm not four for four. Oh wow you know i i thought you would pick this song but i wasn't 100% confident that you would put in a Naruto song in top 5. So I took it out last second for another song. But I'll, I'll say what song that was later. But anyways, Bluebird, yeah, do you have any like specific memories that you like about it? Or, I know it's a really big song, so. So, I don't know, I mean, growing up, I think some of the only things I used to know in Japanese were colors. And blue in Japanese is Aoi. And I always just have this memory of hearing that word over and over again in the song and it resonating with me and for myself being like, what is this song? And when I learned it was Bluebird, I mean, everything made sense to me. And I've watched this anime so many times. I mean, there's many Naruto lovers out there and 
everyone's gonna have their own opinion on maybe their their favorite Naruto opening song. But this one in particular is about Naruto and Sasuke and kind of right when they're trying to rekindle um not their partnership, but they have that separation and it's just like you are understanding the sadness that each of them feel in kind of their own struggles. And this song Naruto is a pretty sad show in in some scenes and just kind of some of the general plot. But there's like a line, I believe, that's about being able to fly. And I think for me, it's like, if you could fly, like, what would you do, basically? And for me, when I looked up the English translation to Bluebird, it, it meant a lot to me. And for me, I know it's not, I didn't understand it immediately, but just the typical feeling and nostalgia I got when I re-listened to it I was like I have to throw this in it's got to be high up because it is it is like a crossing field it's just very nostalgic it's a great song um, if I ever hear it I'm gonna know exactly that this is from Naruto Shippuden yeah Bluebird is on everyone's list or radar at least right yeah and I think on TikTok there's like many people who say that this is their favorite song of all time so it's pretty basic but I have to put it there because I agree. It's a great song. But it's, you know, it's a good song because it kind of, you know, you have an audience of millions of people. That probably means it's a good song. So you're probably not, you know, wrong to pick a song that's basic because a lot of people like it. And yeah, but Bluebird, really iconic song from Naruto. Probably the biggest song from Naruto. There's a few other ones I really like from the show as well. I know there's like Silhouette by from Kanaboon and Go by Flow, which is really iconic as well. Go by Flow is another one that might possibly be in people's top five. I thought about it, but I didn't throw it in there. Yeah, it's just really memorable. All these Naruto songs. It's, it's so memorable, yeah. Right, yeah. So I know, I know for a fact Bluebird's in a lot of people's top five or so, and it's just... It's kind of just like a pick or choose kind of thing. What if you grew up with Naruto? There has to be one song that you really, really like from it because all the songs right, are so right. different but so good. And I think another thing with Naruto, right, is when this came out, it was airing usually on Toonami late at nights. There was no Netflix. There was no skipping the intro. You had to watch the intros. Yeah, and. and- we were kids. We didn't you have cell phones. Forced. Yeah. You. You. What are you gonna do? You don't. You watch the commercials. You watch. You watch the show, and the intro is. And I'm just listening to it right now. I could. I could sing it, but I don't want to destroy my listeners' oh my gosh. ears. Yeah. Don't make those. With my tone. De- my tone deaf singing. Don't make them de- go but deaf, yeah, please. It, it, it's so good. Uh. Yeah. I love it. It's gonna be my number two. Can't have enough praise for the Naruto openings. They just. There are some bangers in there. There's so many, but there are definitely some bangers in the Shippuden and even the original Naruto franchise. That's going to do it for my number two. That's a good number two. I, I'm not complaining about that one. I know I, I, I'm a little disappointed I didn't go for four, but it's okay. It's a good song. So, And it's kind of a good segue, actually, to my number two because I picked my number two song for the same exact reasons that you did. I watched this show as I was a kid. As I was growing up, one of my favorite shows really when I was growing up, and I probably don't mention it enough on my podcast or on this podcast when we talk about shows that we watch when we're growing up. So spoilers, it's not a Naruto opening. I thought about it. A lot of Naruto openings out there are really, really good. And for me, like number... Bleach? Yeah. Yeah. It's, for, it's from Bleach. Here we go. It's Here from Bleach. Um, it's the first opening from Bleach called Asterisk by a band called orange range it's i really so good yeah i really 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 like orange range because they kind of blend rock music with rap kind of and they were pretty much the first ones to do that and at the same time asterisk is so catchy i hopefully you remember the song maybe you don't but i i do remember the song and bleach i mean very underrated openings. I, I think if I had to say an anime that that's a uh, soundtrack is underrated, Bleach would be pretty high up. Yeah, and kind of going back to my Yui shout out, like Rolling Star from Yui was one of the best Bleach openings ever too. And 
And I was kind of going back and forth between the two, the same way I was going back and forth with Hologram for Full Alchemist Brotherhood. But Asterisk is a song that I still listen to to this day. Orange Range was a artist that I kind of grew up with as a as someone that listened to both Japanese and English music as I was growing up. They are they are an artist that existed basically in like the 2000s to like the 2010s and they still exist now but aren't as big and it's just very nostalgic to me. I listen to them almost every every single week as like a high school student even when it was no longer a bleach opening and you know bleach had, had moved on moved on to other openings yeah i just always listen to it and i don't know how many times i played it but i probably played it like 5000 times <laughs> and it, it's so good yeah it's just a good song it's a good rock song with even like rapping in it and good lyrics and really hype I remember when I first listened to it and I first watched the first season of Bleach, I was like, oh my god, this song is like, the or the song and the show are, are bangers. Like, I'm going to remember this for years and years to come. And yeah, I still remember it. So it's got to go right. with my number two. That's a good number two. And again, Bleach is another nostalgic song that if you watched Bleach, you would, you would recognize it. You might not recognize the song, but you would say, I know this song from somewhere where. Yeah, exactly. It's very iconic for the for the anime audience. And I think they're doing a Bleach like revamp soon, right? So hopefully they bring back like Orange Range or something too. Or Yui to do their opening. That'll be kind of a right. Kind of crazy. All right. Number one. We have come to this moment. It's going to be sad that I am at my number one. Um, if we do have some extra time, I mean, we could always list off some more honorable mentions, but there are just so many good anime songs. Can't cover them all in today's episodes. But yeah, let's get, let's get into it. Let's get to the number one. And you know, you might know this number one because I, I, I did mention it to you while we were thinking of the format of, of, this, of this podcast. Yep. But this is a song I've listened to so many times, I can't even name it. I just had it on repeat. And the song's called Ebb and Flow. It's from Nagino Asakara. And it is by far my number one song. Shout out to my boy, Porter Robinson. It is so good. It resonates. It just means a lot. It just... I had... I had... There's just so many phrases that I wish I could use to describe it. But it's the opening two of Nagino Asakara. And like we've mentioned, we've had previous episodes and discussions on Naginos Car or A Lull in the Sea. I'm going to keep recommending you to watch it. If you haven't seen it yet, please go do so. But this is a song that makes you feel a certain type of way. It makes you kind of relaxed, peaceful. It opens with an instrumental that with snow falling. And it makes you just want to go, I don't know, sit on a ledge staring at the sunset? <laughs> or maybe go out the ocean? But wherever you want to take that dream of maybe just sitting, relaxing, waking up, and kind of appreciating life, that's what I get from the song. Yeah, Nagi, fantastic show, like we've mentioned in in the past. But the show was really elevated in season two. I mean, the plot's great in season two, too. It was elevated because of the song. I looked forward to this song every single week that, or every single episode that I watched it because I binged it. Holy crap, it's so good. It might be the single-handedly, like, the best opener that A Slice of Life has ever seen. It's just, Porter Robinson has a remix of it, which is phenomenal. He plays at his concerts. It's so good. That remix is so good. And it gets me every time. There's a, there's a little opening in the song itself. And maybe you can translate. They they have a little phrase uh, that's like kind of like someone speaking. Oh no, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember the exact words, but it's 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 really good. It just sets like a mood. I don't know. It's a vibe, honestly. Itsudate todokanai. Is that one? Yeah, it's I like, was always watching. Yeah, itsudate todokanai kind of means like no matter what, I I can never reach you or reach it. Right. When I hear like songs with like almost like a phrase, like in anime, or Porter does it a lot, like he throws in some type of anime like one liner in it, 
Oh, it gets me every time. Yeah, Ebb and Flow, I think it's like the best opening opening that nobody knows about because not many people have watched Nagi and they've, they're missing out on this opening, man. Like, if you have not watched Nagi, you don't know this song. And if you don't know this song, you're missing something in your life. That's how I feel about it. And I know there's there's a lot of, or there's some people at least who don't like Nagi, right? Because of, you know, it might be a slice of life. It might be boring. It might not be their cup of tea. But even if it's not your cup of tea, man, you got to listen to the song. And you have to watch the opening visuals that go with it. Because the studio, I forgot who, who the studio behind Nagi, Nagi was. But the studio that's behind Nagi, their art is, is, is off the charts. I remember I watched every single opening. I didn't just listen to the opening song. I watched the visuals because the visuals were so freaking good. And, huh. Right. Yeah, I could talk and about I need to watch this show again. I, I just, just sitting here, listening to this opening. Holy crap. This song is nostalgic. The opening artwork is beautiful. It's a little sad. Makes me want to cry and just appreciate life. But damn. Yeah. I just don't have enough praise for this song. And Porter Robinson, he definitely helped spread this. And I think, actually, you might have heard Porter Robinson's remix to it before you even realized that this was from Nagi. That's true. So. If you're a Porter Robinson fan and you're listening to his sets, like he plays it during his sets pretty often. So that's pretty funny that you would know you know the song from Porter before you even know that it's from Nagi. So that's that's kind of insane. And I did have this on my list, so I'm four for five. Not bad. All right. Not bad, not bad. Not bad. The other song I had that you didn't say was the Guilty Crown openings. That's what I had. Oh, I had that in my honorable mentions, the Everlasting Crown by Guilty Crown. Yeah. I I thought for sure you were going to throw in the Guilty Crown in here, but... (laughs) Guilty Crown was one of my first intros into anime with a lot of heavy music and soundtrack i still think guilty crown as a soundtrack might be one of the top anime soundtracks of all time but i couldn't just choose one song and this was a one song list this wasn't an anime soundtrack list yeah guilty crown i think has one of the most complete albums or complete soundtracks of all time and they did it really early so uh, shout out to Guilty Crown because their music is fire. You know, the story's a little lackluster. I don't want to take jabs here, but the music is great. So story could have been better. Agreed. Yeah. But you really watch it for the music. Yeah, definitely. Oh, right. So my number one song, uh, drum roll, please. Insert drum roll music here. I think, <laughs> I think this song is the most important song that anime has ever had period i i i will not accept any i guess argument for that against that and you've actually mentioned the song during your your countdown and i'm glad you you mentioned it because i i really think this was part of the most important anime that we've ever seen and is the most important song that came from that anime. And the movie that it's related to is Your Name. And the song I'm talking about is Sparkle by Red Wimps. And Your Name 100% is the most important anime to this day because it reached an audience that we never thought anime could reach. It got considerations for awards it got considerations for best soundtrack, best music. It got considerations for or it beat box score records all over the world, and it just reached and it just reached a global audience of anime that we never thought was possible. And Sparkle is a song that is played in the climax of the it's movie. So good. Yeah, it's it's so freaking good. It's played literally in the climax of the movie. No spoilers. So I don't I don't want to say the exact moment or like give details on this on the climax but it's played throughout the entire climax of the movie and what i mean by that is they don't just play it for like two minutes and call it a day and it's a wrap and rad is is out of here it's played from the start 
of the most important interaction between the two main characters. And then for 10 minutes, the music is playing the entire freaking time until the end of the climax. It's literally a song and an OST background music combined into one for the most important climax we've ever seen in anime, period. And this 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 song, obviously, like I said, I altered my list. I, I did not alter this list for like, like Sparkle is my number one song, no matter what. If I include all the other songs that I've heard to this date, Sparkle will still remain number one for those reasons, because it's just literally the most pivotal or like it's played in the most pivotal part of the most important anime that we've seen to this date. And I I think going into that, just to kind of get cut in right there, as you watch this 10 minute scene in the movie where Sparkle plays, you get chills. Like I'm not joking. You will get chills down your spine as you see everything come together and this song really really amplifies that emotion yeah exactly every time i listen to this song even now not even during the movie and i look at or like you have those like anime amvs right where they play like the music and they have like the your name kind of like not a trailer but they have the scenes from your name playing in the back i get chills even just from that because of just how iconic this part of the movie is how iconic the song is, how good the song is, like, period. It's not just about the movie being good. The song by Radwimps is a straight masterpiece in terms of lyrics, in terms of the piano, in terms of the beats, or all the other production that comes with it. Goddamn, man, it's just... It's 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 definitely one of the best songs of all time. Yeah. Yeah, I had to throw it in an honorable mention. I'm glad, I'm glad I put it there. I didn't fall into my top five, but... I think, as you mentioned, it's going to be one of those songs that you look back on maybe 20 years from now and say, hey, I remember exactly where that's from. I remember that scene. I still get chills. I want to go rewatch that scene right now. Yeah. And to be fair to the Your Name fans out there, the people that like the soundtrack and the album, the other songs of Your Name, fantastic. Like Zen Zen Zensei, Nandemonaya, everything like that. Everything in that album for Your Name is just like straight phenomenal but the thing that kind of benefits sparkle is that it's the song that came at literally the most pivotal point in the show so it's the one that gives you the chills it it gives you the chills also who's who's ever heard of a 10 minute song for anime man that's never heard of (laughs) so props to radwimps for putting that together and just maintaining the emotions the high emotions that kind of come with your name and yeah all all the other stuff that comes with it all right, man. That was a pretty good list. I have no complaints about your top six, my top six, our honorable mentions. All pretty good. All great. And I'm sure we have, we could make another list another day. We could go genre specific. But, you know, for a first overpass overview on maybe what we like, what we think is memorable, I think this is, yeah, like you said, a great list. And if we just made a playlist like this and just threw it in a coffee shop, I think we would... It'd be a pretty pretty nice playlist. Yeah, we gotta just open up an anime coffee shop just to play this playlist because it's a banger. But hopefully everyone that's listening, you know, you get either get a great song to add to your playlist out of it or, you know, you could just relive, you know, the nostalgic feeling that we got from thinking about these songs, listening to the songs. Also, just looking back at the anime that we watched, it's, you know, like I said, for the last... 40 plus years the one thing that's kind of remained consistent with anime is the music that comes with it and it's really easy to feel the emotions that come came with the show when you listen to the song so hopefully everyone gets that that vibe and hopefully for the next anime you decide to watch you don't skip the, you don't skip the intro at least do us a favor watch that first intro watch that first outro if you don't like it go ahead and skip it the next time but do us a favor watch it the first episode i swear when Beastars second season comes out and people are hitting that skip intro button my heart's gonna just so much pain you can you can cry for them i'll just cry dude the pain that that is felt of skipping yoasobi's intro that's just pain to me yeah the intros oh my goodness i it it does make me sad if you never if you don't even give it a chance you have to give it a chance even the outros 
Yeah, definitely. At least once. Just try listening to it once because sometimes that's all you need in order to just fall into that trap of loving these anime songs. But all right, we've kind of gone pretty far for this podcast, but it was a pretty exciting one. We got through a lot of different songs and it was really exciting. Hopefully we get a next podcast that's as exciting as this one. As Chris said, always a great time talking about the things we love and happy Memorial Day weekend to everyone and can't wait till next time. Catch you next week, weeboos. See you.